What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Welcome to another New Vision podcast. My name is Abby Wilson. I have the honor of serving as Director of Guest Services at New Vision. I'm so glad you're joining us today wherever you are listening. If you're listening live, then we are um, mid-September. Or if you found this as a resource through our website or maybe just on a podcast app, um, we're just happy that you're tuning in wherever you are, whenever this is. What we are doing is walking through the book of John, the Gospel of John. We really believe that the Gospel of John lays very clear um, foundational truths about what it means to walk with Jesus, what it means to have a relationship with him. Um, We just believe that this really clearly spells out what it means to put your faith and your trust in him and lead a lifestyle of Christianity. So we have been walking through this. We are actually in the home stretch. This is the final week where we are finishing up the book of John. So um, you can always go back and listen. You can search in in the New Vision podcast and and go back all the way to John, or maybe you want to look for a certain verse, you're, you're also welcome to use that. We're happy for you to use this as a resource, however it fits best for you. So the way that this is going to work is I'm going to read through scripture in its entirety and give you a couple thoughts and maybe a takeaway, um, and then we'll be on our way. I do want to let you know that today's scripture is, it's, it's very heavy. This is, we're going to be reading today about the death Um, the crucifixion, the death, and the burial of Jesus Christ. And so I know for me, oftentimes I listen to these podcasts in the car, um, and sometimes my kids are in the car with me. So I just want to let you know that if you have little ears listening along with you, that is great. Um, This is true biblical truth. This is a real thing that happened. Um, and there's no need to shy away from that, but I do want to let you know that if you do have little ears listening, you might want to prep them on what we're going to be talking about today. So I'm going to be reading from John chapter 19, and this is going to be verses 17 through 42, which is going to complete chapter 19 of John. I'm going to be reading from the English Standard Version, and again, this is the crucifixion, death, and burial of Jesus. So let's jump in together, starting in verse 17. So they took Jesus, and he went out bearing his own cross to the place called the place of a skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on either side, and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but rather, This man said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture which said, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things. But standing 
by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sisters, Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her to his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said, To fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Since it was the day of preparation, and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath has was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead. They did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth, that you may also believe. For these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And again, another scripture says, they will look on him whom they have pierced. After these things, Joseph of of Armathia, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took away his body. Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to Jesus by night, came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds in weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloths and with spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. This is the word of the Lord. This is the true story of the sacrifice that our Savior made on our behalf, that we may not have to atone for our sins, that we may not have to make sacrifices, that we just by belief in Him, belief in our hearts and proclamations with our mouths, that we could spend an eternity with our Father because of the work that Jesus did on the cross. I don't know where you're at today. I don't know where you're listening I don't know when you're listening. I don't know who is listening. But I do know that Jesus died for you. Whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever circumstances you might be in, this death that I just read about, this death of Jesus, this sacrifice of a blameless man dying a horrific, uh, a a shameful death this this being crucified on a cross this was um this was seen as defeat in the eyes of those witnessing it they would view this as 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 a defeat as a loss but we know because we were on this side of his crucifixion and subsequent resurrection this was not defeat jesus made this sacrifice he walked well in the will of his father 
and made a sacrifice so that we could have an eternity with him. So regardless of who you are, regardless of what you done, what you've done, regardless of what circumstances you might find yourself in, I can tell you assuredly, this is for you. Jesus died this death for you. So that way you would not have to die a death and spend eternity separated from him. This was done on your behalf. I have a note in my Bible. I've, I've, I'm really bad about, I've gotten better at it, but I used to be really bad about jotting notes down that someone said and then not noting who actually said it. I've gotten better about that, but I don't, I don't have written down who said this. Um, but in this, in this passage of scripture, I have a note out to the side of my Bible where I've written Christ experienced the full wrath of suffering so we can have connection to God. If you even think back, if you've studied scripture at all, if you think back to the Israelites, um, specifically even to Exodus when, um, when they were in the wilderness, but there was also, um, the tabernacles were built and offerings were having to be made. And there were, if you go into, um, a little bit on later on into the old Testament, there were priests and, and you had to take your sacrifice to the priest. The priest went into the holy place on your behalf. Um, and you had to kind of atone for your sins in that way. All of that has been wiped away. That is not a world that we have to live in anymore because of this. Something else that really sticks out to me in this scripture is if you go back and listen to previous days, you're going to hear um, kind of the trial that Jesus goes through um, in front of Pilate. And we see that um, Pilate wrote in multiple translations, that way it could be read by everyone. Um, he wrote an inscription and put it on the cross of Jesus that said, Jesus of Naz- Nazareth, the King of the Jews. And he got pushback on this because they they said, um, the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, you, you should say, instead of saying King of the Jews, you should say, I say, I am the King of the Jews. Pilate here is recognizing who Jesus is. He says, I have written what I have written because he knows that it is true. You know, we saw Pilate kind of fight back and forth against, he didn't want to take the blame for this. He didn't want to be held responsible for killing Jesus. And we see here that he is acknowledging who Christ was and what he was doing, um, that he has written the King, the capital K King, That is who Jesus is for us. He is your king and you just have to submit to him. You just have to proclaim him and live a life. Listen, I promise you, we're not going to do it perfect. I've been walking with the Lord for for well over, gosh, I'd have to do the math, uh, 25 years now, over 25 years I've been walking with the Lord and I have stumbled and I have turned from side to side. And I have not done it well for a long time, but I am doing my best to keep my eyes fixed on him and to walk in a way that is worthy to call myself a daughter of the king. And that's all you have to do. That's all that you need to have this relationship with Christ because he has done the work. Y'all, that's the good news of this scripture, that Christ did the work on our behalf. So accept this gift. It is being offered to you. It is being offered to anyone. 
We are all made in the image of God and he died for all of our sins. It is a gift that he is giving us. You just have to make the choice to accept it. So I want to end our time today by praying for you. Dear Lord, I come to you with a heart of gratitude for what you've done. As we read through this scripture, this true story of Jesus, who was fully man and fully God, who walked on earth and then died a horrific death so that we, we could have eternal life with you. I thank you for that sacrifice for your son with whom was beloved and for for who you were well pleased, Lord, that you gave him up. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done on our behalf. And I pray, Lord, that whoever is listening, that you would soften their hearts, that they would take a step towards you, whether that be entering into a new relationship, whether that be a course correction because they've gotten off path, Lord. I pray that that the words that I've spoken today would be honoring to you and that they would shed light on dark places, Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.